0: Hi, I am Monique Qualey, and in this podcast, I will be discussing the French Revolution between 1789 and se- to 1799. Prior to the revolution, society in France was divided into three groups, the first estate, the second estate, and the third estate. The first estate, which counted for a measly 0.5% of the population, consisted of the clergy. The second estate, which was one and a half percent of the population was the nobility. The largest group, the third estate, was a whopping 98% of the population. Movement between the three estates seldom occurred. Now on to the causes, the first of which being economic. France was struggling with a lot of debt as they had dedicated resources into the Seven Years' War and when they later supported the colonists in the American Revolutionary War. In an attempt to combat the debt, Louis XVI increased taxes on those in the third estate. The second cause was an intellectual movement called the Enlightenment. Also known as the Age of Reason, this 130-year 100, period spanning from 1685 to 1815 was characterized by a shift towards critical thinking and reevaluating how we study the properties of the universe and other subjects. Using the, prim- using the principles of the Enlightenment and spurred on by the success of the American Revolution, ideas of governing with no noble class started to proliferate within the, stir- the Third Estate. The first cause of the French Revolution, the economic troubles of the Third Estate, can be traced back to absoluteluz- abso- absolutism because the French monarchs would enforce laws that would deliberately target the 98%. For example, while the third estate would have to pay taxes and sometimes endure tax increases, the first and second estates did not have to experience this. If an individual of the third estate did not pay their taxes, they were likely punished, therefore eliciting obedience in the wider group. The second cause of the revolution can be traced back because the Enlightenment movement was, in principle, a rebellion to absolutism. The heightened sense of awareness made some realize that a monarchy, especially one as controlling as the French's, was not necessary. Absolutism suppressed the lower classes' rights, so a more democratic form of government would be more ideal. So now that we've gotten past the causes of the French Revolution, let's talk about the key figures and major events. On one side, there was the group called the National Assembly. It was a collection of members from the Third Estate who banded together. Another important figure was that of Georges Dalton, who led the siege against the Bastille of fortified prison. Opposing this group was King Louis XVI. He prevented the Third Estate from joining the Estates General meeting and to make matters worse, the third estate, the, despite being the majority, only had one vote. The siege of Bastille marked the beginning of the French Revolution. In one letter from a Mr. Jenkinson, he wrote that Bastille made some resistance, but was taken yesterday evening. The governor and sub-governor had their heads cut off, which were carried in tri- triumph around the city. The Bastille was representative of the absolute monarchy, and with its collapse, signified the end of the French monarchy. King Louis XVI's execution in 1793 was a momentous occasion, but was not the definitive end to the revolution. After his execution came the Reign of Terror, a a period of time in which mass executions were conducted, even claiming... Georges Dalton as one of its victims. So how did, this re- how did the revolution end? This era of revolution ended with the conclusion of the reign of terror. By instit- instituting a new constitution, a legislature that included a parliament and senate would be created. Unfortunately, France would continue to be at, to be at unrest for quite some time after this era, but this time a new figure would claim plow- claim power, Napoleon Bonaparte.